You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt McGacky, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians, talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Sarp Kesky of Bipolar Architecture. There's this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Here's the fourth. This is fittingly four. the fourth attempt. Yeah. See, we try to uh, much as Andrew just said. We really try to stay on the um, the the leading edge, the fall line of podcasting. I want to know. I want to be on the absolute cutting edge of podcasting. Like, I mean, w- way way beyond our uh, our contemporaries. We already are big time. Well, I mean, our know. contemporaries. Come on, holy Jesus. I yeah. mean, what are they, I mean, geez, I mean, this, it's not, that's, yeah, that, that doesn't look good. You know, when we're, when we're racing, if we were to race. Yeah. If we were to, I mean. That's I'm just going to do this, this whole podcast. Yeah. I'll put it this way. I'll give them, I'll challenge them to hoops anytime and I'll spot them 10. And we're only. That's pretty and generous. We're playing to 11. Jesus. I like, I, I would probably lose then. We'll take not, on. Shockingly, I'm not very good at basketball. Well, for a bigger guy, I've always been really good from the outside. Like I have a you can wicked... hustle. You're good in a foot race, as I've uh, I can attest to. <laughs> I, I have those fast fat guy feet. I mean, that's let me tell you. Um, it's from running from bullies and uh, from <laughs> and for, it's actually from running. I have these big, strong tree trunk legs from running from the truth. Save like. Nirvana tape in hand, running from bullies, <laughs> trying to get away through the woods. They're being chased. It's like fucking Friday the Thirteenth, dude. You have no idea, bro. Let me get back into the story. Uh, you know about the Nirvana tape? I'm gonna tell that story again because that's good. That'll be the 100 through 200. Will me will be me rehashing all the stories I told from. I'm zero actually to sad we didn't do that. We didn't just start at 101 and just revisit everything we've done. <laughs> you know, I think previously. that there are a couple of listeners who are crazy enough to help do mm-hmm. a clip, do a clip show. No and, question. And I think that that would be um, a good thing to do. Um, so anybody out there, I'm extending, extending the challenge. Let's get a clip show together. 
on those weeks where I just cannot like uh, daddy's too drunk. Daddy can't do the podcast this week. He's just he's he's too tired with or, work. Or daddy's got a hard on. And or daddy's some, got and, a hard on. And first things first. <laughs> daddy's yeah. busy. Go watch TV. Dad's busy. Go your, don't your watch mom, channel thirty seven. Don't watch anything else. Your mom and I um giving your mom a massage. <laughs> and um what did I tell you about uh, looking in doors? I know because you're in an apartment and the door doesn't close completely because like your parents didn't really mean to have you, so you're still living in like a <clears throat> shitty apartment. And they're fucking because they still love each other and whatever. Because you're the first kid. Yeah. The, the second first... kid seals that deal. No more fucking. I know there's no more fu- is there no more fucking after a kid? Like after you have a kid. Um, I don't know. I think it depends on how enamored you are with your mm-hmm. own ability to make a child. No, because you meet no. those people who are dead ass broke, like really broke. I'm thinking of a person like I know in my life, dead broke, like sad broke, like rough broke, who just pump out like three kids in three years. Yeah. And it's because they just fall so in love with the fucking idea of having control of being able to. I can make this. That's really what it is. And I don't, like, I mean, why don't you make health insurance instead? But whatever, <laughs> whatever you like, I guess I can't stop you from making I mean, a kid. So do it. No, it's I uh, heard two men, two African American men, talking uh, while I was in bombers waiting for my burrito a couple of days ago. Oh, no, I know it's so shitty. I'm not even, gonna, not even gonna address I it. Know. Whatever. It's it. And I like that the the listeners are so engaged with overnight drive now <laughs> that I don't need to say shit because I know I can kind of crowdsource judging you on things like that. It's kind of neat. It's great. The the friend zone is flourishing. We're like a close. guy in Australia just laughed his ass off. He's never yeah. been to bombers. Never met you, but understands. understands and I love that. The shame. Every every city on earth has that fucking it's akin to like if you're in like if you live in like bloomington indiana and you like uh that's like if you live down the street from a chili's you go to a chili's like twice a week that's kind of what it's like yeah the, that that shame level but anyways <laughs> enough of my shame There's everyone has my- a bombers sometimes it's a bombers of prejudice sometimes it's a bombers of uh, of hatred yeah that's when they I came for bombers i said when no, they came <laughs> When they came for bombers, I said nothing. I just want to let everybody here know. Working on a Bernie Sanders impression. Oh, good. Very good. People forgot he exists. I like that. Well, I just want to let everybody here here know. It's like a little lower. The shot, uh, I've got my uh, running mate picked out, and his name is Sean Patrick Duty. Oh. <laughs> what I, I you would like you wouldn't vote for a Sanders duty ticket? I I'm uh, I don't know. I really don't want to vote, but I guess I'd have to. Are you gonna vote? This this is a crucial. No. Fuck this is no! Crucial... I'm not gonna vote. I'm a grown adult. Andrew, this is Fuck a crucial election, though, man. I yep. gotta feel the burn. Mm-hmm. When people ask me why I feel the burn, especially at work, then I tell them because I think he's funny, <laughs> and because I That's like. His... Is a legitimate a reason to vote as anyone has ever offered me. I think he's funny. All right, well, fucking A. My father used to cut out pictures of George Bush, uh, George Bush, the fucking second one, and hang them around the house just because he thought he was funny. It's great. My father used to cut out pictures of Bush 
and hang them up. So. Very, very good. <laughs> different men, different priorities. Different men, different priorities. Um, one was into um, slamming the left wing with uh, pictures of George W. Bush, and the other one was just into slamming. Yeah. As much as possible. My poor mom. I'm sure he was really into slamming. I should ask my dad, were you really into slamming? I feel like he'd answer pretty candidly. Yeah. I should, uh, no, actually, no, it's uh, Monday night. This is his night to be alone. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Yeah, my mom works till nine. And this this is like, um, I've witnessed this (laughs) from the... From the year and a half or so when I moved back in with my parents, this is his night to be alone and listen to music or play music. And I think maybe beat off. That's kind of ill, though. Yeah, that's like that's sort of remarkably great. It's my father is a remarkably great person. And I'm glad I inherited a ton of his weird quirks (laughs) and his, his damaged mind. Um, him and I are on the same medication currently, and that's great. Yeah, I went back on Prozac, Andrew. I know because... we we tried to do a podcast a few days ago, and I, it was bad enough that I couldn't hear you. But what I could hear was you speaking in a monotone like drawl. <laughs> it was pretty wild. <laughs> no, no, I actually feel great. I went Good. back on Prozac um, because not uh, not uh, well, partially due to the fact that. Uh, after I did that big suicide rap, I was like, wow, maybe I should, I mean, maybe I should not do this no medication thing, like at least over the winter. Um, and you you did think that I was going to originally kill myself, which was I weird. did, but I still, like, th- this is sort of the thing when people get on antidepressants. Like, when I know people who are, like, I know people who are much more damaged than you. Um, and when they get Thanks. on medication... I still assume they're going to kill themselves. Like that much doesn't change. So thanks, thanks, uh, thanks a lot, man. Well, I'm not. I'm. Uh, I'm this is. I'm trying to f- spin this in a positive way. I, I forget exactly how. No, but I. Uh, <laughs> like I, I think it's important for you to take care of yourself. But uh, at the same time, as as a person who gets really skittish around, uh, yeah, like antidepressants and mood alters and whatnot, right. Uh, you know, it, 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 I feel two two ways about this. So yeah, that's that's what I got. That's what I'm working with. So in case you were worried about how I feel about your brain, now you get now you know. You think that I'm a crackpot, man? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, is what Andrew's trying to say. If I can cut through the fucking nouveau riche mumbo fucking jumbo for a minute here, because Andrew speaks a different language now that they got a new job. Do I really? No. I've been trying to actually. No, no. Damn it. Uh, Andrew just thinks that I'm I'm a, a, his quirky crackpot friend. Oh my god. Um that's all I that's I all need more I wine. <laughs> I need more wine now. I just cracked open a PBR, dude. Cause you know what, man? I remember when Fugazi played the community college in the outskirts of town. And if you want to hear more of my stories, just gather around and I'm at the bar right now and I'm going to uh, be pouring some Pabst Blue Ribbon if anybody wants to listen to my Fugazi stories and maybe even other shows. Why don't we do a thing where we just encourage um, scene veterans to go on Periscope and just Periscope their their show <sighs> memories. And that's it'll just be a worldwide network of people talking about when they saw like fucking every time I die. How about this? You develop that app, a hardcore only app. Call it, um, call it the Empire. Okay, 
call it um, the old guard. Perfect. The old, old guard, guard app. <laughs> scene points. Yeah, call it scene points. The app. All right, and um, you have like old guys going on. But the thing is that I've also developed an app that downloads GPS coordinates, and my app sends a drone with <laughs> missiles on it to their location. And then on Periscope, you can see them their fucking house blow up and the fucking Misfits posters flying everywhere and the Creeper shoes burning and all this other shit. How about that? This is a good network of, uh, of applications. I'm pretty excited to get this awesome. off the ground. Yo, I, you know, I mean, I was there and that was the moment I realized that this is a life. This is a lifelong lifestyle <laughs> that was the moment where i realized that i'm not going to innovate in my life this in is any the capacity. moment this i is realized it. that taking photos of bands may not translate to cash <laughs> i will work at this path mark until they ask me to leave <laughs> until i quit for a tour in a conversion van boy hey yeah it's, guys it's totally fine okay before you get your shit in a bunch or do i mean you know it's what? fine yeah um we're just trying yeah. to make our lives as good as possible and if that means blowing the shit out of people then so be it then, then that's what we're going to do if that means developing a drone app so that we can just go willy-nilly and it's like you're playing call of duty but it's the real you know cool it's kind of like the movie Brain Scan, but with Call of Duty and also real. So you're like, you put the disc in and then somebody kicks in your door and just fucking blows you away and then steals steals a laptop because it's extra points. It's kind of like the movie Summer Job. <laughs> but instead of banging babes, you blow up old hardcore dudes. Yeah, it's exactly, exactly what it is. It's kind of like the movie Bikini Car Wash Part 2. But instead of washing, instead of spraying a woman with champagne, you blow the shit out of an old you, hardcore dude. You call in a drone strike to a, like a, <laughs> a suburban outpost. You call in a, a vacuum bomb. <laughs> Within walking distance from like an undignified bus stop. Yeah, or a punk bar with a punk with, bar with instead of an O in the bar in the bar's name, it's a misfit skull. Oh, Jesus! That's the bar you hit. You hit hard with maximum fucking <laughs> energy bombs. A lot of kinetic energy. And the cruise missile of ship-borne cruise missile has put it up the Hudson River, and it launches from a ship. See, that's what I'm. I'm really into military. If you didn't know, I did know. I'm really, I'm a big military buff, and if I can bring my two favorite things together, is when old hardcore dudes look like idiots, which I love, and military, then I mean, honestly, like, I don't need money because I'm already as happy as I can get. That's it. You are. You don't need money to be rich when, when you have such oh rich God. experiences. He sounds just like Joe Walsh, man. Don't need money to be rich. That should be the next. That should be our sequel to Wine Blooms. Is the song "You Don't Need Money to Be Rich"? Don't need money. Don't in parentheses to be rich. To be rich. I just earned more in the past. <laughs> yeah. uh, how many minutes we've had? Thirteen minutes of podcasting. Yeah. Then I we have either of us together have ever made on this podcast because I have two eBay auctions going and they're like they're they're in the last few minutes so Ooh. everyone's starting to fire on all cylinders it's nice what are you selling man i'm selling a box that would take 
too long to explain and would also have there'd be no moment at the end of me explaining it where everyone would go oh that was satisfying oh, yeah um so yeah it's a really hyper specialized thing and then a pair i'm selling that pair of jeans that you and i found at the yes. fucking salvation army for five bucks they're already at 40 dollars. thanks so sick super sick and uh, yeah, there's 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 more to come. I'm in that weird well right now where I've gotten the final paycheck from my old job and, um, and all that shit, but I haven't yet received pay from the new job. Um, and, you know, they, that always takes like a pay period before it links up. So Ugh. I am the most broke person on Earth two weeks before Christmas. Can't buy people shit. Can't do anything. I'm like, it's whoa, it, whoa, whoa. It's, it's wild. Does that mean you're not going to get me anything? I'm not getting you shit. Andrew, I got you already got you something. You got me. You got me a black MacBook. Um, I mean, if you want to go retro, sure. Because <laughs> that's what I'm playing with right now. I've got a Mac. See, I only bought it because it, I'll look really cool in a coffee shop. That's actually the reason I bought it. I guess as good a reason as any. Yeah. Because when I think, see, I'm so, I'm the worst, I'm one of the worst people I know. Because, easily. Because that was part of my thinking, getting this $169 computer off eBay. There is, I, I defy anybody outside of like a, a software development world to <laughs> look themselves in the eye in the mirror and not say the same thing, though. It's, you know, I was actually I was waiting for I took the bus home from work today because that's where my life is at. And uh, <laughs> How long did I was that take? standing two hours. Fucking it was fucking a. insane. Um, but I was standing at the bus stop right across the street from the Apple store where, you know, like near where I work looking at it and thinking about how much of people's identity is wrapped up in the Ugh. first three inches of that store, just the glass and the sign, how much fucking identity is wrapped up in that. Absolutely. So yeah, anyone who buys a MacBook and doesn't somewhere in their mind be like, Oh, this is a status symbol is a fucking lion ass liar. Like, this is what it is. So, it's underpowered. It's all good. You know, you could buy, I could buy an if I really wanted a powerful computer with a lot of space, I'd get one of those Alienware. I was gonna say, just get computers. an Alienware computer and just play <laughs> Doom Two on it, and uh, problem solved. You know, I still have the Acer. Rest in peace, Acer. This is a this is actually a sad moment in overnight drive history because the 2007 Acer is laying face down in my bed right now, where a woman should be laying like stretched out, like we had just finished fucking, and now I'm like, I gotta do the podcast real quick, and then we'll get back to. So she should be like stretched out with like a blanket on, naked, just ready, waiting for me again. You know, maybe like catches a nap. Her hair is all mussed up. Maybe she's like on, she's like on her phone connected to the charger. You know, just like whatever, trying to be quiet. Instead of that, instead of that image laying uh, in my bed, it's a 2007 Acer face down, <laughs> so it doesn't overheat. Uh, and there's a, I like how I have wishful thinking pillows on my bed where I never use them, but they're on like the left side of me. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I just, it's awful. It's so sad. I should, and I got a big I think that's bed. great, though. That's, that's, I, wishful thinking pillows are fantastic. Wish, you know, we should make wishful thinking pillows as part of our new merch initiative. We can do that. And it's uh, a Sean Duty Love pillow is very much in order. Yeah, a hundred percent. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we can get those made, but we'll certainly try. Well, we have uh, t-shirt money, and I we think do. that it's time. But I think that the wishful thinking pillow is something that every overnight drive listener should embrace. I know there's a lot of single men out there and a lot of single women, 
And uh, I like when the, like, especially in the friend zone, when there are people who are attached, like couples, there's like one couple who posts together. <laughs> it's yep. like, they're like the wild anomaly. They're totally like the outlier because everyone who posts in the friend zone is single and the drunk. most single. <laughs> single and drunk and uh, and all kinds of awesome. We got some heat on the Tumblr today. About. I noticed that I was actually going to earlier I was going to say we should do an all questions episode and we're already getting into Tumblr early. So we may as well mm. do that. But I did notice we got some heat on the Tumblr. We just got some heat. Uh, somebody just said that, uh, you know, friends owners are the worst. And I basically told them that they should listen to This American Life if they're looking for something uh, safe. Oh, I didn't even see that one. I just saw the one that says friend zone sucks so bad and is so depressing. Now, this one said, love the show, hate your fans. Every single person on the friend zone is exactly like the people you guys make fun of constantly. And I said, thanks for listening. The friend zone isn't for everyone, nor is Overnight Drive. If you find our fans threatening or puzzling, perhaps you should try This American Life. Also, our fans rule, and you should go step on a nail. I'm curious, because I am not, like, not at all the person who says our fans rule. Like playing in most bands in my life, like the people who've been fans of my music more often than not, I would pay to not be around them. (laughs) Like you gladly pay a premium to not have to interact with them and just like have like wear like a some kind of like a force field and a mask and just uh, slink in and out of shows. Um, (laughs) I like the I I like the friend zone a lot. I don't I don't what I guess what my question to this person is like what would you prefer what would in your ideal world what would take its place i guess i'm i'm lost on i just always i mean there are people out there who will listen to shit that sucks or they think sucks like as a rule yeah i mean i'm not immune to that i i read every metroland best of it you i could ever get my fucking hands on so i know know. but it's for kicks but but signing up for the friend zone is a deliberate move because it's the secret zone it's the secret friend zone secret group and uh, clubhouse it's a clubhouse you know it's just you know maybe blow off some steam a couple beers um maybe meet a girl i wonder if there's any connections i mean there's already a secret santa going around that's a great fucking question all right and the website's anonymous still so you can you can go in and uh and answer who which of the friend zoners have made that's the have made a love connection yeah who's getting but who's got who's the first the race to first who gets laid first off the friend zone you can't bullshit and like pick somebody from your hometown that you both know fucking like does it, that no. shit doesn't count that so doesn't count be at somebody all. from a distance away that you have deliberately traveled to to smash <laughs> if there's yeah if there's not a greyhound involved it doesn't count <laughs> taking a picking a you just ripping the page out of my playbook and going for it taking a greyhound or driving your shitty car that probably isn't gonna probably will like break down soon after this trip but you're so blinded by cuddy just be like, oh, it's working out really well for him. I'm going to give this a try. I'm going to walk know, down this path and see what happens. The amount of money that he's wasted, I really want a part of that. It's going to be great. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, I guess you, if, I mean, if you want to put your business out there, you can put it on the friend zone. But, yeah, uh, yeah put it in the uh, in the asks on OvernightDrive.com. I'd be curious to uh, to see. I think that I should do a, a post and that's uh, Overnight Drive friend zone love connection. Let's come out. Come on out with it, everybody. Perfect. Um, 
what's who likes who we can get some juice going you know if, if you just what if you discover you what if you live in a big city like chicago and you discover you live in the same city no oh, that's oh, that's perfectly well, all right you're only a you train know? stop away and you like eating pussy well, why don't you come over i'm talking like from the uh the mindset of a woman because that's the way you women usually think yeah that's that's how that works hey so i was at work and i was getting really turned on and i was wondering if i was listening to the podcast detective with joe kenda and i was getting really <laughs> turned on i was listening to how it works with the uh <laughs> oh, god i was listening to the mythbusters guys podcast and i was getting <sighs> so worked up that i had to adjust the way i was sitting and i was like man i wish i could find somebody a coxman off the <laughs> off the friend zone um or in the ether anywhere uh somebody that i've seen posting there and maybe they have a stride maybe the way they post their saddest people on their timeline is a little sexy a little bad and i was just like man you know i wonder how their thrusts are and then i then i discovered that they live in chicago and here i am in chicago working at northwestern university and a boring go nowhere job and i want to be cooler and i think that latching on to this dude would probably be my best way to not only get laid but to maybe get a little bit of social currency into my completely empty social bank account i was gonna say that'll that'll move you up in the rankings absolutely so. I'm excited for now. I'm excited for this because I want to know, but then I'm also excited to find out who in the fucking friend zone who has tried and failed and went splitsville and fucking hate each other now mm. and have to see each other post in there. That's re that's also really exciting. I, I want it. I mean, the friend zone's only been around since September, but I think already there's been. I've noticed. I've noticed you guys are sly, and that you guys. I noticed that there's a little. There's some flirtation going on. There's some, uh, there's a, there's a little bit of uh, well, those those guys trying to kick very bad game, which is, which is that par, is yeah, that's uh, par for that, the course. That, that does happen. Our listeners are uh, are they're we listen for a reason, you know. I mean, if you had really good game and you had like you know hot hot girls, you wouldn't be spending all your time listening to our podcast, or maybe you are. Who knows? I would say probably not. Probably not. No, you've you're, well, you've had like a successful career trajectory. You know, oh, I wish I could listen overnight drive, but you know, ever since Just I so got this, busy, yeah, ever since I got this job as a, ever since I started running this Bobby Flay's Build a Burger, <laughs> I'm, I've don't have any time. The only time I have is in my car and even then i just want to listen to music and cut loose and just pretend it's not happening anymore just pretend that i don't work at bobby flay's build a burger i went to one of those in philadelphia actually with a philadelphia I girl i cannot believe that's a real thing oh yeah well it's, i guess it's not called build a burger i don't know what it's called but it's bobby flay's build a bear workshop <laughs> it's bobby flay's bobby flay's build a bear burger workshop where <laughs> he's they serve bear meat and wow strictly bear meat but you don't realize it until after you've eaten such a heavy concept it's yeah. really wild they're like oh you know because you just walk in and you don't you don't give it a second thought you think that it's 100 percent grade a beef or maybe like a kobe beef 
but the taste has a little is a little gamey. So you think, wow, this must be really good beef because this doesn't taste like anything I've had before. This must be like the beef that they fucking they shoot from a helicopter. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So up. so you're just walking assuming that you're going to be eating beef that they shoot from a helicopter. And then at the very end, um, a manager comes out in a, with a, just a bare head on. <laughs> And said, on like holding it or on like wearing it as a head wearing it as a head oh that's so good and says hope you like the bear meat and then plops your fucking bill down and it's way way too expensive for like <laughs> so a mall you're paying for the entire no, it's like 400 bucks and you're at like the mall you're like oh, oh i thought it was gonna be like 30 bucks and that's that's our that's our million dollar idea corner there it is there actually is, I don't know what it's called, I gotta find out, but there is uh, game meat that you can buy from Canada that actually is shot from a helicopter. They go to like, you know, spots where people just aren't, and they like blow away like a fucking caribou or some shit, and then go and get the meat and then bring it back, and it's like super expensive, but it's supposed to be like next level good, uh, which is... I will probably never, never know. <laughs> so it sounds, sounds interesting. This is what people, this is why people go vegan, I think. Because of the helicopter? Well, I mean, imagine that you're running. For, I mean, I don't know. That'd be kind of like if I was a highly aware bear, I'd be like, wow, this is kind of like dead, the movie Deadly Game. A little bit. And I would hide, you know. But, but you're a bear. It's hard to hide when you're a bear. I, it's, it's extremely difficult to hide when you're a bear is my understanding. That's why Whether, they're so aggressive. When, <laughs> Whether the actual animal bear or the um, homosexual, or uh, the homosexual, yeah. yeah, it's true. Uh, Albany, New York, where I live, has had a great event this past weekend that I'd like to share with you. It's called the Santa Speedo Run. Yeah, uh, yep. I knew. I I knew that that was happening. Yeah, I know. I know some. I know some stupid motherfuckers. Suddenly, my timeline on Facebook.com was full of men. Running and and uh, men who shouldn't be wearing speedos. Yep. No, I mean I'm I'm not, I'm when I take my shirt off, it's not good, right? Or my clothes off, it's not good. But so I know not to run enough goddamn speedo, and it's not funny, you know. People are like, oh my god, he's he's like he's like you know you immediately go into like bad Jack Black territory. Yeah. When you're wearing like a sexy bow tie and a speedo and like a work boots. You know, and like shit like that. It's like, so who does this appeal to? Is my under, like, you know, we, SantaCon was the same day. I understand who SantaCon appeals to. Uh, the, the, you, you don't need to explain it to me twice. I get it a hundred percent. Right. I don't understand who the Santa Speedo thing appeals to. It's for charity, right? Like you fucking like you you raise it's money for to uh, benefit this place called the Damien Center, which is okay. a place where people who have HIV and AIDS can chill out. Um, I don't into know. that yeah and but it got burned down two years ago and I think notice that our Airbnb <laughs> was right next to it that was uh, that was a, a harsh wake up call yeah. was it was it burned down or did it burn down uh, I don't know right. uh, I think I think it burned down maybe somebody left a curling iron in I don't know All right. but um, and then I think this is like their their way of like raising funds whatever I'm with that that's that's cool at at no point does that require anyone to put on a speedo no and i was uh i parked on lark street and lark street was shut down and while mm. i didn't tow my car my car was trapped so i had to sit on my front stoop 
and I, I, I drank a, a big beer and sat on my front stoop. And there was a, a deep fried Oreo stand across the street from me, which, which in the most Albany of Albany, people were mobbing this thing. Yeah. And all I heard was, mm, oh, like people pretending to like really like it. <laughs> but when they opened the street back up after the stupid run, people were like pulling over. The people were like double parking in front of the, the deep fried Oreo stand. Jesus. And like Christ. families were getting out of vans and being like, deep fried Oreos. This reminds me of my childhood when mom used to deep fry Oreos. When for mom, dinner. yeah, used to. <laughs> hey, mom, what are we having? Like, before, mom, before I go out to play after school, what are we having for dinner? And mom's like, between puffs of a fucking Virginia Slims. Yeah, it's like fucking knocks over a vodka <laughs> bottle. Thank uh, you, don't worry. Deep fried Oreos. Oh, awesome. And you run twice as fast because you know that you're just going to. You're going to be getting that, that good. Because you won't have those legs forever, or at least not all the toes. So <laughs> no, you may as, well, uh, I will may as well see, use them while you got them. I will, I will suffer from diabetic neuropathy in my 30s, and I will have my limbs chopped off because I actually, of this. I have a 110% like photographic recollection of the first time I had a chocolate-covered Oreo, though. It's weird. You know, Justin Kiss and I were talking about this last night. I do, too. And so weird. does he. Like fu- wow. the fudge dipped Oreo. Yeah, well, that's yeah. so fucking weird. Holy shit! I was playing Castlevania three, the boat stage, using the character that was like kind of androgynous. Didn't know whether it was a man or a woman. Had like the weird wand thing, and uh, my parents came back from BJ's and were like, "Here, have this." And I did. I'm like, "Oh, this this changes everything." Your parents came back from where, Andrew? From from BJ's wholesale <laughs> club. <laughs> Can you say it one more time? Uh, they were at BJ's wholesale club. <laughs> That that time I actually laughed, man. Yeah. BJ's is great. Um, I was watching Murder She Wrote with my mom, and wow. my dad got really fucking pissed off because I ate all his chips. And my dad was like, had this weird like he would be like Tony Montana like level rage for like ten minutes, <laughs> like what motherfucker? Like he'd walk into a room where it's just me and my mom, and he'd say like, "What son of a bitch ate all my chips?" Uh, and my mom wouldn't say anything. Did he inhale Agent Orange? Like, what the fuck? No, I don't know. And he'd say, what son of a bitch ate my chips? And I'd say, I wouldn't say anything because I was really pissed my pants because I was so scared. And my mom didn't say anything. And then 10 minutes later, he's like, hey, I got cookies. And he came out with these fudge-covered Oreos that I didn't know my mom got. And I was like, oh, everything's good again in my world. Like, it's like an Oreo commercial. It was like a long-form Oreo commercial, like a minute 20, minute 30. <laughs> Like, oh, everything's better with Oreos. And then, like, there has my dad walk in in, like, his work shirt and be like, who the fuck gave him all my chips? And then he comes back out with Oreo, like a plate of Oreos. <laughs> who, like, is it possible that remembering your first chocolate-covered Oreo experience is what makes you a fucking maniac? Maybe that's the, I, the thread between all of us, like, the, the things that makes us fucking weirdos that cannot relate to the rest of the world. Let's appeal to the podcast community, everybody who's listening uh, via Twitter, via Tumblr, via FriendZone. Um, let us know your very first recollection of eating a chocolate-covered Oreo, a fudge-dipped treat. Do you remember? And Do you Remember? remember? Do you remember what song is that? That is uh, Screwdrivers. Uh, <laughs> is it is it White Power? Is that is that it? No, <laughs> or Hail the New Dawn? I don't know. We'll, no, we'll, we'll Hail the it New out. Dawn is they came f- they come to our country yeah. in cages swung from trees, my friend. Yeah, 
All right, I'll, I'll figure it out. It's it is definitely Screwdriver. I don't know which song. My bad. I was thinking um, more of like a '90s hit. Like I remember. I mean, all that shit sounds like '90s hits. Like when you go and you listen to Skullhead, it just sounds like a fucking seaweed record. That's it's just you know. Great. Um, do you want to knock out a couple of these? We're uh, we, we we got a whole bunch. We put out a call for questions that we actually didn't answer okay. a few days ago so we got a whole bunch of them here well uh i'm gonna read this one but i think it's more suited for you because you have way better luck in a long-term oh, yeah. relationship than i do all right but i can you know of course i'll chime in and probably blab but okay here we go <clears throat> do y'all think it would be possible to transition into an open relationship after being in a monogamous one for four plus years or nah um i yes if like you guys are both like yeah we want to do this then i yeah i don't see why not um if you want to do it and your partner's not feeling having an open relationship that's just i'm assuming a, no yeah that's just like a, a cheating not telling anybody uh yeah scenario. that's a, that's what you just described but is see, just the, is just fucking like cheating on your but partner see, the lines are blurred because i think a lot of fucking punk dudes who like get married after meeting their girlfriend over the summer you know what i mean mm-hmm they're like, oh, this is it. We're gonna get married in the mountains and uh, or whatever, you know. And then like February comes around, and it's like, oh, well, I can still pull ass, and I can still fucking. Or maybe she's like, I can still pull dick. I can still fucking go to the bar, fuck anybody I want. Nothing's changed, except I have this fucking dude who I love, but I still want to fuck Just other people. Text me constantly, right? And now it's like. But I think it's more shady punk dudes who are like, yeah, I'm just like, I feel like I'm just like really polyamorous right now. And yeah, like, yeah. No question. So they claim all of these fucking this Tumblr nonsense in order to fuck other people. And the girl like either to save face or to just not deal with it or whatever or doesn't know. I'm assuming like, doesn't know is the if, if you were to do a double blind poll, I think doesn't <laughs> know would uh, hit pretty hard. Yeah. So the woman who doesn't know is like posting like, oh, I love I love Ron Rico. He's fucking he's the best. And here's a picture of us, you know, eating fucking mighty O donuts <laughs> on our last vacation. <laughs> and meanwhile, Ron Rico was at the fucking punk bar with his fingers inside a pussy. <laughs> Ron Rico. <laughs> a great punk name ron rico <laughs> <laughs> and all the friends see that's the thing and all the friends know and everybody's just so oh, i'm not even gonna touch that i've i've known ron rico since we were in high school yeah yeah i've known fucking janie bird since uh you know we were in high school blah 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 and then um but then some like the shit pops off and she's like, fuck you, loser. Like, why did I fucking marry you in the first place? You're fucking punk fucking your, your socks smell. Fuck you. And then everybody, all the friends take sides. Oh, like, definitely. She, she loses friends. She loses a ton of friends. And that hits harder than some dude fucking somebody else. It's when you lose the friends, you know, it's like, oh, I thought I had, you know, a bunch of friends I could fucking knit with. And fucking Not chill. Not. No, now it's like, oh, well, I have to take sides and, you know, fucking Ron Rico's fucking. I've been fucking Ron Rico for yeah. months. He, he told me that you guys had an open thing and hey, that Ron... you were uh, you you were fucking Johnny Sage. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> and Ron Rico always offers to walk me home when I'm drunk at the bar. <laughs> and that's fucking he's a stand up dude. He's a stand up dude. 
I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's a. I'm sure he's a stand-up dude, man. Oh. Uh, after bu- after buying me fucking seven fucking Jack and Waters, he offers to walk me home. What a stand-up guy! What a, what a gen- They don't make them like that anymore. Yeah, they don't make them like. Oh, after 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 watching me drink a half a bottle of Fireball. He's like, oh, yeah, just let you know, I'm totally into, like, walking you home. Like, there's a lot of fucking creepy dudes around here. Just letting you know. That's true. Yeah, I'm and here then, for you. Yeah. Oh, Ron Rico, you're so cool. Ugh, why can't all guys be like you? Why do you have to be married, Ron Rico? Uh, Ron Rico's Ron like, Rico. I don't know. I don't know. Things haven't been going so well. Oh, why, why do you have to be married? <laughs> <laughs> I wish all guys were like you. Oh. Ronrico's so cool. He knows how to skateboard and he drives a motorcycle too. Uh, He's the best. This is the best. Ronrico is the best. Ronrico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's like uh here's the thing. We're married, but she's <clears throat> we're like, you know, we're young. <laughs> That's totally I actually heard a conversation at, at a local punk night called Cretan Hub. I actually heard somebody have that conversation where they're like, well, you know, uh, we're young, so whatever happens, you know, See? it's like, in the, in, the long, in the grand scheme of things, in the long run, does it really matter? You know? Yeah, you're at a fucking punk bar called Cretan Hub, and you're looking, you're shooting, you're like, we're, you know, I'm working on my 20-year plan here, here at fucking Cretan Hub. Yeah, I got, you know, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like uh, solving the world's fucking problem. I'm solving an energy crisis here. I just got to stop by Cretan Hop and hang out first. <laughs> I'll get right back on that oh, fucking sustainable boy. energy thing afterwards. Yes, it's so punk to get married. Oh my god! All oh, right, why can't all guys be like you? Why can't all guys be like you, Ron Rico? Ron Rico, why can't all guys be like you? You smell great, and you have a lot of cool ideas, and you're wicked cool, <laughs> and you have a lot of friends. Um, would you care if I started a band in the vein of drug church named after a thing from this podcast? I know you aren't drug church fans. Yeah, go for it. That sounds awesome to me. You'd have to decide what you want to sound like first. Yeah. Can we talk about not deciding what you want to sound like first? Like, you'd (laughs) like, right? I mean, honestly, that's the thing. I mean, I, there's so many, you do nothing to elevate the genre or or your own like, musical ability or anything. If you go into a room and be like, yo, this sounds like fucking turning point. I've got and this I could, sick I could maybe riff. do this a quarter of a percent better, or at least a quarter of a percent more but, modern. But I think turning point's got it covered, man. You know? <laughs> Very much. <laughs> like, I think they got it covered. I think they're good. And and whereas it's like, oh, this, this band is turning point worship, you're the stupid fuck who took, work, took time off work to go on tour to basically deliver store brand peanut butter to everybody (laughs) where everybody knows what it tastes like. It's just not as good. Do you remember? And does this this still happen? Uh, You're, you're more plugged in this shit than I do. Are there still disc bands? I think so. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. Fuck me. Those people should be in Treblinka. I like, holy uh, shit. Hardcore has my brain blown. I've been out, out of it for so long. And then, Pop, pop my head in to a show uh, recently, not this past weekend, but a few weekends ago. And there are like people in like workout gear, women dancing, hardcore dancing in like workout gear. Yeah. Like, I don't know. and like, but not really because it's just like, 
running back and forth and swinging your arms. Who the fuck is energy for this anymore? No, you know, we uh, we maintain such a connection to the hardcore scene. And as hardcore elders, we have a responsibility to steer people the right way. Yeah. So uh, women listening don't go to shows dressed like fucking Pat Benatar. Yeah. And, uh, and then you're, you're all right. Or just like, you know, just uh, I, I OK, or, or do okay, for... or do, but at least hit a kid then if you're going to do it. Yeah. Great points. Uh, great, great points. points. <laughs> any no, but plans? I, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Is it any plans for what? I was say any plans for the next overnight drive live show? None. None. Zero. Not yet. Uh, West Coast, maybe. Uh, we have yeah. To don't want to do another New York one. I'd rather do one in the West Coast or like just do do something really ridiculous, like do one in fucking like Romania. Mm, but uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. I uh, we need our European uh, listeners to pipe in. And let us know how many of y'all want to see us over there, and then we can go and land at Frankfurt Airport and I mean walk outside. It's, and... it's interesting if you think about it because it's all of the fun parts of touring with none of the having to have gear or really be any places. You just yeah. do it over a weekend, <laughs> awesome. and, and that's it. So yeah, it's it's not out of the question. It's just it's highly unlikely. It's fine. I mean, if somebody wants to come over there, if we start making that sweet podcast sponsorship money, that'd be ill. That'd be ill. We, our listenership is just below what they'll accept, which is sad and mean, uh, but also whatever. Uh, You're right, man. Uh, you know, I'm going through questions. I'm I'm hitting uh, <clears throat> hitting some good ones. Andrew's a holier than now complex. It's tired and predictable. I don't know. Fucking suck balls. I don't really think that's true at all. Uh, even if it was, I don't, you know, I mean, I, I again would offer you to listen somewhere else. No, when people say holier than thou, it's it's because that person has pinged one or more of your insecurities. That's, that's actually that that's weird. Yeah, when that whoa, I almost stopped the recording. <laughs> it's just like it's it seems weird that you would feel comfortable saying that, you know, like right. laying yourself that bare. You should like yourself less because yeah. it's really annoying. I don't have a holier than thou complex. You're just lame. Right. It's not the same thing. I'm not particularly fantastic, but we now know you're lame. Like we, it, it's it's may as well be in fucking print here. So I don't know what to tell you, man. Not, I mean, y- you're bad, um, right? But <laughs> exactly, my barred out trash roommate's ex girlfriend got fucked by a rapper. He is very much still in love with her. So today he brought a girl over and I started playing music videos where this dude did guest features. He became visibly anxious and quit talking to the girl. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm having trouble with the narrative here, but I do like where this is going. You're still in love with her. So today he brought a girl over and I started playing music videos where this dude did guest. That's awesome. I Actually. just like that, like, fucked by a rapper is a thing. <laughs> it's pretty wild. <laughs> and it was a thing in Albany for a while. Uh, they, uh, the white rapper population, I think, is everybody's gone. I think they've gone back to the lab underground. I haven't seen them around lately. No, they'll be back. Formulating a master plan somewhere. It's going to be awesome. Uh, let's see. Oh, damn it. I keep almost deleting these fucking things. Please don't stop the podcast. Did somebody ask that? No. Well, oh, okay. I mean, well, I mean, we won't, but, no. uh, you know. Okay, here's one. Are you ready, motherfucker? I'm ready. What's the craziest thing you found out about your ex's post-breakup? I'm a month past an ugly breakup where my live-in girlfriend cheated on me for three months with a guy she works with. 
As it turns out, back in the spring, during a failed open relationship, timely, very good, um, she was seeing sugar daddies multiple, and that's how I wound up with chlamydia. Whoa! I found out because one of her friends had been aching to tell me all of this for a while. Glad I listened. Hans and Andrew, love you both. See you at ONDCon 2. Wow. That's really That's pretty dark. Crazy. Um, what's the craziest thing I found out about my ex's post breakup? Mm. Man. Oh, um, well, chlamydia was involved. That's for sure. Oh, uh, fuck me. Yeah, no, I was, uh, that was a big gift. <laughs> it was good. I can't find your post in the friend zone with more, with more questions. I'm looking for it, but by, by all means, don't stop now. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was rough. Um, there's another one. Hans had a similar thing over the summer, so suicidal. I wasn't telling him on about it to the point where I outright lied to a therapist and quit going after. <clears throat> really identified with your reason for not doing it. It seemed like it would be a bummer for whoever found me, <laughs> because I know having to go to church seemed like a big imposition. I didn't want to cause <laughs> exactly. That, seriously, but that's actually like. We both know somebody who had like a really fucking like a pretty transformative experience finding somebody who killed themselves. And it's like it really fucks people up. Oh, yeah. Like it's no joke. It's, it's for real. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a good thing to consider. Yeah. I mean, you just kind of walk into the ocean and, uh, you know, make sure all your beneficiaries are in check. Or <laughs> set to go. It's set to go. And- uh, thanks, homies. Appreciate the realness. But he does say that OND was a huge respite during the deep darks. One of the few things to make me laugh. So you know what? You're welcome. Me too. One of the one of the few things that kept me on this mortal coil, so that I could deliver the goods to you, everybody. Really, that that shit really fills me with joy. That's really nice. It's really nice. We that is have, really super is nice. We may have saved this man's life. Oh, yeah, that's that's fucking dope. All right, that's great. Thank you for um. Not killing yourself. Uh, I won't ask why, but cool. that's on you. That's that's for that's you and you, you alone. You know, a lot of people have a lot of different um, uh, attitudes towards suicide and why. Sometimes uh, I knew a guy who killed himself because his old lady moved out on him, and I say, you know, fuck it. I I have uh, more time in the morning to use the bathroom. To, to get my personal hygiene together. And, uh, uh, you know, I, when a girl leaves me, I figure that it's just less driving I've got to do to bring her to back and forth to work every day. 434 the fan. 434 the fan. Um, <clears throat> let's see. You know, first, first of all, Ruben Santana. Is not who you need out there right now. One twenty-five. The fan. <laughs> the pauses are just it's, they're they're oh, incredible. He, he's like pausing because he's looking at his phone. Like he's he's so out. Mike Francesa so out to fucking lunch. He doesn't doesn't care. It. He loves it. It's so good. It's so good. Um, we got a two for question here. Okay. One person says, uh, for me, we know you have strong feelings towards cigarettes being disgusting, but how about weed? Not talking about back in your crusty days. I think weed is real gnarly. Really uh, gnarly. This smells bad. 
real gross and you you smell awful and you look like an idiot. I don't know. That's just that's rough. Second part of the question was somebody else. Would Andrew take a drag off a cigarette for any current quarterback of his choosing to sign with New York? No. Come on, man. Dude. Russell Wilson. I would make football illegal if it meant that cigarettes were also abolished from Earth. Wow. And I don't mean like no one is allowed to and there'd be like a fucking like underground thing. Like if I could go back and alter the rift in space and time and make cigarettes have never existed, I would absolutely make football have not existed too. No question. Um, well, I, you know, but you'd make me really unhappy. I know, but at the same time, you're already pretty unhappy. It's all right. Like, what's another? Dude, I'm, I'm on the rise, man. I, I, I understand that. It's all right. And we're talking about a theoretical thing here. It's all okay, right. But I mean, you know, I'm on the rise here. You are on, on the rise. It's true. I'm heavy set. I'm on the rise. <laughs> you know, it's only a matter of time before <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I'm going to start. I'm, I might touch a tit. This, you know, I mean, I, fe- I, I feel you will touch a tit very soon. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. That's what I feel. Yeah. When's the last time you touched a tit, Andrew? Uh, a couple minutes ago. My God, really? Is she doing things to you while you podcast? No. Be, be real. No, I can't. I can't do that shit. I can't. I can't have my attention. Have you tried in two though? different places? Were you like, oh, wouldn't it be dope, Gabri, if you like? Rock the mic while I'm doing the podcast and see if I can maintain control. I won't answer that. Oh my god, it's happened. That's a that's a yes. I won't wow, answer. Wow, what a spicy fucking relationship you have, man. How do you keep the spice going for all these years, man? I just got a look and I can't. T- <laughs> I can't tell what the look. Is. <laughs> How do you keep the spice, man? You could write a good a good housekeeping article about this. We just we just did our nine year anniversary. Good God, you guys are nine great. years. Fucking. Nine goddamn years! Wow, wow! Did you did you have wild anniversary sex? It's all right. God damn! You know what? I haven't done anything. I haven't breathed properly for nine years. And this you is mother- actually the first uh, the first anniversary we've ever actually celebrated because we always forget every year. We're like, wow. oh fuck! But th- this one we put in, we put it in our Google calendar. And did you guys uh, go you know, to like um, maybe Tavern on the Green? awesome didn't do shit it was fantastic it's great that's so, so good on real talk that's so good i consider you guys very good friends of mine and that's so nice i'm so glad that happened i'm so glad you guys are keeping it together keeping it strong me too how do you do it what's the secret i don't know you know if what? i the if secret I knew... is not identifying the secret it's just yeah playing just going with the flow forever and the thing is, if I knew, I would create like a two hundred dollar info product and sell it. So I'd be making money off it and probably ruining it is as I as I go. Be like, um, hey, so yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Be like, hey, I'm TV's Andrew. Mm. <laughs> Hi, I'm TV. <laughs> First of pitch. all, you have my name wrong. My name is White Morpheus question mark. And uh, <laughs> secondly, Hi, this is White Morpheus question mark. And are you in love? I have a question for you. Are you in love? For how long? Great question. I've been in love for nine years. I know. That's a long time. With my guided tour, my $200 guided tour, you too can fall in love for exactly nine years. Allow allow my friend Tony Robbins to, to elaborate. <laughs> and then it's just a Tony Robbins infomercial. The, the best power. part about love. The best part of love, the power. Feel. I need you to feel the power with me. 
first of all, first and foremost, front and center, opening night, only name on the marquee are your two names, and you're going to fall in love forever and ever. Can you imagine how long forever is? You're really good at you watch a lot of motherfucking infomercials i know i've been watching a lot of um tammy fabe and uh jim baker like uh like they have all of the old um i don't know like the the the, i don't even know how to describe it they did all of their specials jim and tammy fabe baker and they also opened their own christian amusement park did you know that that's pretty wild i had no idea it's called destination usa i think uh, I'll post the uh, in lieu. I'm going to actually retire the um, the Mount Airy Lodge video and put up this video for perfect. Um, I'm very excited to watch Jim, it. The Jim and Tammy Faye Baker <laughs> Amusement Park. It's so good, and they have mo- their motivations are all like that. They're it's like stream of consciousness weirdness. Like if you just look into the sky, it's like, but it's mixed with like, it's almost like an ultimate warrior speech too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, I love those. It's if you look into the sky and you know what love is, the sky will be infinite and brighter than you've ever experienced in your life to the point where it will singe the hairs on the tops of your hands. This is fucking mental. This is like, <laughs> this, this is the same shit that gets people to strap bombs to their chest. Well, that's <laughs> it's just it. like fucking wild. Allow Akbar, go blow that shit up. We'll see you on the other side. Everything's cool. Peace. Peace. Um, peace, hands on. <laughs> we got a good one. Hey, Hans and Andrew, whiskey guy here. Things oh. have been looking up since trying to take your advice about not freaking out in response to adulthood. <laughs> good. Is this the guy I told to just drink a bunch of whiskey? So. <laughs> and in a month, I'll be moving to, uh, from Pennsylvania to Florida with my girlfriend for a super whoa. cool job. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. I'm not going to cast aspersions on where you're going and where you're coming from. Honestly, it's warmer in Florida. There's an ocean there. It sounds all right. Okay. I'd say go for it. Cool. Um, did you ever sit and watch Florida, man? Yes, it's great. I fucking love Florida, man. It's so good. Um, 2016 is definitely looking like the year of having a nice life for me as well. Super stoked to turn 21. Whoa. Whoa. While living on my own in a new state. Any advice for this kind of move? Anyone keep up the good shit? Love you guys. First and foremost, mm. for living in Florida, nobody you meet outside of a 7-Eleven past 9 p.m. is your friend. No. First of all, I mean, that'll get you through most of Florida right there. That, to, that person is not your friend. You need to do the uh, Albany, New York thing. When someone tries to talk to you, you look forward and keep walking and don't say a word. Yeah. It fucking, that's when people are like excuse me man i don't mean to bother you but i just want to let you know and i just keep walking and i'm like yeah. i feel like kurt russell like i'm gonna turn around and shoot him with a crossbow if he talks to me anymore <laughs> you gotta embrace that big time yeah or liquor so that store person... convenience store fucking planes i know you probably play your whiskey guys you probably play scratchers pretty heavy yep um try to curtail that you know mm. smokes what are I cheap usually now, do man. When when we go to Florida, so we go there pretty often. Uh, we both had family there. Now Gab still has family. My my mother, my mother lived in Florida and decided to move back upstate, so she'll be enjoying wow. the snow. Um, but I just try to pretend that vampires attack the state of Florida after the sun goes down. <laughs> yep. But if you're holed up in your hotel room, you're fine. So I would just urge you to do that. Vampires powered by Mountain Dew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Basically. And driving in like beat up Ford pickups. Like they're like newer models, but they're beat up because they use them for yeah, work trucks. Exactly. But they're vampires. So they're like, oh man, that vampire is 
chewing skull bandits, but they still a vampire. I am a vampire. <laughs> I'm at your window. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Music is so good and it's oh. always really good and there's never any bad music ever. Totally lying. <laughs> What's the name of that band anyway? Ink and Dagger. Ink and Dagger. That's right. I I see I block it out. If someone talks about Ink and Dagger, like if they're like standing in front of the coffee shop, the ugh. debut EP was in white and came with a die cut gravestone in the front. You pulled the gravestone out and it was fucking accordion folds. What a a time for marketing. I mean, people would (laughs) people would eat up anything. Promise ring. People would eat any. I mean, they would eat anything. They would eat anything. They're like, oh, this this what a Jim Jones weird time for like music marketing. Like fucking saves the day. Remember that album cover with them sitting on the couch. And people were so bought a million of those things. Yep. Wow. wow. You <gasps> won't turn into me. Oh. Ugh. Oh, well, now we know what's playing us out tonight for oh, sure. Or blood. Or bloodlet. Bloodlet was dangerous and from Florida, and they're so heavy. Oh my god! So, oh, why can't you be heavier? <laughs> oh. I like my impression of the girl hitting on Ronrico, saying, "Why can't more guys be like you?" Oh. I think that's a much better impression than Ron Rico. Oh, I agree. Why do you have to be married? Oh, oh my God. Of course right. I'll take another fireball shot. Thank you. Um, oh, Jesus, there's so many fucking questions here. Andrew, that's the uh, pitfall of, of having an insanely popular podcast. Is that? I guess, yeah. People, a lot of these we can probably skip. When will the next podcast be up? Right now. When now? now. Like now? We just fucking just let it let things happen when they happen. Somebody said that we are <clears throat> a lot better than that dude from Turned Out a Punk. Uh oh. <laughs> trying to trying to really sow some discord here. Pit beef with um, between us and and my very good friend. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Damien. Damien. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, no. I mean, I, I don't know it, it, we're we're just as good. We're all cool here, you know. I mean, it's not like anybody's better than anybody else in the podcast universe. We're all just trying to get that nut. Uh what do we got here? Oh, we already did that. Uh, my partner, I have a mutual friend who ended up staying over at our par- our place after a party on the weekend. He tends to kind of get touchy feely when he's drunk, as it is. But oh, I've fuck. never read anything into it until now. I guess I fell asleep, but he and my partner stayed awake for a while, and he tried to initiate some sort of threesome or something. Anyway, nothing actually happened, but now we don't know how to approach the situation. Should we talk to him about it? Pretend it never happened. Um, uh, well, I mean, what would you? What would be the angle? Hey, man, I don't appreciate you trying to initiate a threesome. Um, I actually think that's the angle. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's, that's <laughs> like no, I think I, being uh, being very candid with these things is probably a good idea. See, and that, the truth people hate honesty, and they hate hate hate, the hate, hate, they hate hate it. Hate it. So if you come at someone like in relationships, or if you're talking to somebody and you come at somebody with like, "Hey, I, when you do that, it's weird," or "What the fuck you're talking about?" or "Hey, you crashed our house and like uh, you fucking." Tried to fuck my girlfriend. Got fucking got the got fucking way creep. So like, what's your story, man? Oh, you just say, what's your story? 
Like, the thing is, though, like, people hate that shit, but there's no benefit to having a person who's going to come to your house and maybe fucking be, like, be real weird in your life. So, you know, that's yeah. it. It's just, you know, whatever. Just just bring it up and be done with it. The other thing I notice is we get questions on, uh, not, I don't think we've ever got one here, but on self-defense from time to time, we get questions with people that are like, you know, th- th- this girl said I did something wrong and I didn't. And now everyone in the scene fucking hates me and I'm getting death threats. Like, what do I do with this? And my first thought is always maybe sit down and look in a mirror for a while and ask yourself if you really did something that was wrong. You know? <laughs> like it's right. it's worth uh, it's worth exploring uh, somebody else's side of that shit. Uh, give yeah, giving weird drunk threesome dude a fucking chance to have to entertain that. I, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. So I'd say give that a shot. Yeah, because, you know, you're saving other people, maybe, from other drunk overtures. And the thing is that people are like, people avoid con- conflict like the plague to the point where yeah. they would entertain this fuck this fucking bozo if it meant not having a fucking confrontation. I've heard, heard women, I've talked to women who are like, yeah, I wasn't really, I didn't really want Guana fuck this guy, but it would just would have been weird, so I just went with it. Yeah. And like that happens a lot. Pretty wild. And like, yo, like you certainly super don't have to fuck anybody. Yeah. Be weird. (laughs) Be be weird. Give it a try. Let it be weird. Be weird a try first. Just say like, bring up some lines. Be like, uh, yeah, not if you were the last fucking skater on earth. (laughs) How about that one? All right. Not, Not if you were the last fucking like fading fucking hardcore dude on earth. Never. Like that's why Uber exists. So yeah. you don't have to be in these situations. Yeah. You could just really be like, beep, and then like, oh, I got to go. And your shit's already dead. Your car's waiting for you by the time you can just fucking bounce. But men, uh, but men, yeah, are, but men are scary, and you've got some touchy-feely fucking... Some, no doubt. Some, some, you fucking had a moment of weakness and, and brought some mark on a date, and, and you're like, oh, all right, well, we'll see what this goes. And you're like, mentally, you're like, prepare, like how physically you want to have sex, but mentally you're like really not there. You went through a breakup or whatever. And then the shit starts rolling. You can say no at any time. And this fucking this fucking half hard fucking asshole has to deal with it. <laughs> he just has to be like, okay, cool. That's it's I mean anything else is awful. I think we're talking perfect world stuff here, but what are you gonna do? Oh no, I mean, you know, it's just uh, of course it's perfect world stuff, but it's like just be, be you don't owe any fucking asshole anything just because he has a cock. Definitely not. Um, all right. My I've been cooking a stew this whole time. The stew is now ready. Mm-hmm. The Giants are about to kick off. I am uh, I am good to call 104 complete. Sounds great. Um, people got homework assignments. People got to get on the friend zone. People who don't like the friend zone got to, I guess, get off it. I don't know. Yeah, start, get off st- it. If you start a better friend zone, I'll join. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cool. if you can improve on the model, I'll I'll join. I promise. Yeah. Um, why, why don't you... All right. Somebody go out and make the better overnight drive friend zone. I want to see this in action. I want to see f- fucking proof of concept this. Uh, once, you're, once you're done at Cretan Hop, that'll be how you change yeah. the world. Um, but yeah, I, we, we, we want to hear about the fucking awkward uh, friend zone hookups and breakups. Please, God, let there be fucking awkward friend zone breakups. Please. Sounds awesome. Post news while it's happening. That'd be amazing. <laughs> like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening for the first time. And uh, yeah, I will. We'll do 105. We'll do it soon. Now that these computers work, we'll do this real soon. We'll shit's, do this in like an hour. We'll do it at a fucking tight. halftime. <laughs> yeah, this computer is really lined up and ready to go. So good. I fucking love this. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I am a vampire. I am White Morpheus. 
I, uh, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> Ready to go? This bud's for you. Let's call it a day. Sick. Cue the music. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.